Welcome to the Fresh Sounds Podcast. Every week, we bring you four of our favorite tracks we've heard over the past week, and one archive pick from a moment in music history. We come to you from San Francisco. I'm Mark Berniker. And I'm Brendan Hassenstab in Brooklyn, New York. Over the next 10 plus minutes, we'll take you around the world in five songs. We are serious music fans, and that's what we do all week. Listen to great new music and bring our favorites to you. Let's get this week's pod started, Brendan. What's our top track of the week? We start with a cracker of a disco track from London's Jessie Ware, known as much for her Table Manners podcast as for her three previous albums, it would seem. Those were mostly smooth R&B, but this new album is nothing but a bold kiss on the lips of disco music. We're talking the Pet Shop Boys Should Be Jealous disco music. The producers for What's Your Pleasure, her new album, are James Ford of Simeon Mobile Disco and Joseph Mount of Metronomy. Some of Ford's techno bleeps peer out from behind the curtain as this track fades. It's really a perfect pot confection. I've played it dozens of times this past week. This is Spotlight from Jesse Ware. started out a little slow but then it really kicks into overdrive now jesse's big in the uk but is this album going to be her breakout moment in the u.s and around the world i would argue that with dance music being at the prominence that it is in culture right now this one is aimed right at the dance floor and you know with jesse's Visibility, uh, certainly from the podcast world. She's published with her mother a cookbook. She's done all kinds of stuff. So she's really a multimedia star. So I'm really hopeful that with an upbeat album like this, it takes her to the next level. So, Mark, uh, what's track two in our weekly tour? Our next stop on the Fresh Sounds Global Tour, Melbourne, Australia. I've been on a bit of an Australia-New Zealand indie jag the last few weeks, and I'm somewhat amazed at how many great bands are coming out of Melbourne, Australia. This new track from Mile Life is called Rare Air, and it's a terrific song littered with shades of Tame Impala, from the psychedelic synthesizers to layers of guitar, keyboards, bass, and drums. This is Mile Life's sophomore album, Automatic, and it's very listenable even if it's a somewhat bizarre combination of jazz, psychedelic, with hints of disco. Melbourne's Wildlife is this week's Breakout Artist. What did you think of that one? I think it's smooth in that Tame Impala way with a lot going on. Layers and layers in that song. Probably of interest to a lot of pop fans out there. Cool. 
where are we headed for our third track this week, Brandon? We are off to the nation's capital. Bad Moves is a Washington, D.C. power pop act that has a punky new record making waves in guitar music circles. While it isn't a true punk record, they have toured with Jeff Rosenstock, and both of the band's albums are out on Don Giovanni Records, which is probably the flagship New Jersey punk label of modern times. Fun fact about this band, Bad Moves has no dedicated lead singer. They all sing. And with two men and two women in the group, vocal responsibilities shift sometimes from line to line. The collaborative songwriting keeps things interesting. If it works this well, let a thousand power pop bands bloom. Here is Bad Moves with Local Radio. So you call it power pop. Tell us a little bit about the origins of power pop. How long has that sort of subgenre been around and, and what's your perspective on it? Well, power pop is something that has been bubbling in music since the days of Todd Rundgren and Big Star back in the 1970s. And it really has been around ever since. You even hear it in some of the indie rock artists like a young guy like Sam Fender out of the UK now. Bad Moves is right on that dividing line between power pop and punk. Overall, it's not angry so much as a little dissatisfied with modern life. That may make it an odd duck on their record label, Don Giovanni, but I get a kick out of it. Good stuff. Well, Mark, time for your second pick, our fourth track of the week. This one's all about the vinyl. Vinyl Williams has been around for several years, but with his new release, Azure, he's raised his game. I love this song, Zoom, which is both trippy and poppy and a, and a real indie song. Vinyl Sonic Canvas is unique with a smattering of the feelies or even real estate. But for whatever reason, Vinyl's voice reminds me of Nico, and other comparison could be to a modernized Velvet Underground. Vinyl brings a different flavor of what I like to call psychedelic shoegazia with a touch of Southern Cali pop. Vinyl also has some solid musical roots. His grandfather is soundtrack super producer John Williams, and his dad was the drummer for Air Supply. What did you think of this one? This new release hasn't really caught on yet, but I think it's a pretty interesting record. For sure. For sure. I think this is an indie sound with a lot of potential. Pretty close to your crowd of Tame Impala people. You know, the drums to me are particularly interesting here with a lot of creativity in those breaks and beats Flourishes that remind me even of the Baroque end of 60s psychedelia, like The Left Bank couldn't stop listening to this album all week. I thought that 
I, I had a little trouble getting started with it, but then I couldn't get rid of it because <laughs> I loved it so much. So anyways. Those are the winners. Yeah, those are our top four songs this week. Now it's time to dive into the archive, one song from the past. Brandon, what's, uh, what's your pick this week? Well, this week we're setting the time machine to 1991 and to Reading, England. Chapter House was a five-piece in that era's shoegaze scene, and while largely drowned out by My Bloody Valentine and Slow Dive, they had one legitimate hit, Pearl which flew high for a few weeks in the spring of that year. The fact that it sampled two famous drum parts from Led Zeppelin's When the Levee Breaks, played by the late John Bonham, and a Schooly D beat from 1983. Sampling laws have changed markedly, so you won't hear a track like this now, even though the shoegaze and dream pop scene is alive and well. This one is a shoegaze anthem. It's called Pearl by Chapter House. that song so much i've always loved it but you're the way you put it before it's a really a classic case of a one-hit wonder yeah they don't have a, a rich catalog i mean i think they only really have two legit albums uh, and then a, a best of but this one broke up really really well over time it's it's their if they ever got close to writing a standard pearl is it Cool. Thanks for that one. That wraps it up for this week. Those are your top five tracks. Check out our weekly column on Medium and sign up for our newsletter. That's where we have reviews of five more bonus tracks. Brendan, what are some of the favorite bonus tracks on our playlist this week? Well, we've got some modern shoegaze from Spain and some Tame Impala-esque songs from Los Angeles and Melbourne, Australia, and a whole lot more some really great songs that just couldn't fit into the podcast. That's it for this week. Keep in touch with us all week on social media. We're getting ramped up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Fresh Sounds Pod. Mark, enjoy the music. Thanks, Brandon. You too. And we'll be listening all week. And thanks to all of you again for joining us on the Fresh Sounds Podcast. Have a great week.